Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Welcome to another episode of Freedom Fighters. We announced a new Congressional Free Speech Caucus this week. Longtime friend of Young America's Foundation, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan is the co-chairman with a dynamic new member, U.S. Representative Kat Kamek. You see, with so many campuses making it difficult, if not impossible, for conservative voices to be heard, well, we need more help pushing free speech. You can find out more details at yaf.org. Now, free speech is guaranteed in the U.S. Constitution, so it may seem a bit absurd that we even need a caucus dedicated to the subject. But we have to play offense as well as defense. For years now, YAF, along with partners like Alliance Defending Freedom, have been in court defending the rights of conservative voices. One of our biggest wins was against UC Berkeley after they tried to stop one of our chapters from bringing in Ben Shapiro. Sure, they said they were for free speech, but they tried to block him from speaking after three in the afternoon. They banned advertising and they actually charged our students security fees that were about three times more than they charged left-leaning groups on campuses. That's just fundamentally not fair. So we took them to court and they settled. Why? Because the Constitution is on our side. Having said that, we shouldn't have to go to court every time a conservative wants to speak on a college or university campus in America. That's why we're working with members of the House and subsequently members of the U.S. Senate to draw attention to this important issue and to push laws and rules that will continue to protect free speech. We're also going to work with governors and state lawmakers. You see, we need to be on offense, not defense. Young people need to be exposed to various points of view instead of just a steady flow of liberal indoctrination. In particular, I think it's important to understand history. The federal government just enacted legislation to make Juneteenth Day a federal holiday. It's actually been celebrated for quite some time on June 19th. I, like probably many of you, learned about this significant historical event years ago in school. But many Americans, I think, probably do not fully understand the history behind this day. The first Republican president, that's right, the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, issued a preliminary Emancipation Proclamation in September of 1862, in part as a warning to the Confederate States. By January 1st the next year, 1863, President Lincoln issued the, uh, the actual proclamation that freed slaves in Confederate States at war with the Union. He declared that all enslaved people in the states currently engaged in rebellion against the Union shall be then, thenceforth, and forever free. Even though the Emancipation Proclamation was made effective in 1863, it could not be effectively implemented in places still under Confederate control. As a result, in the westernmost Confederate state of Texas, enslaved people would not be free until much, much later. Freedom finally came on June 19, 1865, when about 2,000 Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas. The Army announced that the more than 250,000 enslaved black people in the state were free by decree of the president. This came to be known as Juneteenth by the newly freed people in Texas. That's why Juneteenth Day is traditionally celebrated on June 19th. Consider this, the Emancipation Proclamation was just a wartime act. It could not be, it actually could have been, I should say, reversed by a subsequent president, or maybe by congressional legislation, or even a court ruling. 
With this in mind, Republicans in the House and the Senate at that time began work on a permanent end to slavery. In April 1864, the members of the Senate, responding in part to an active abolitionist petition campaign, passed the proposal for the 13th Amendment to abolish slavery in the United States. Opposition, however, from Democrats in the House of Representatives prevented the amendment from receiving the required two-thirds majority needed there, and the measure ultimately failed that year. Then, following his re-election in November of 1864, President Lincoln threw his considerable political weight behind the amendment. He persuaded eight House Democrats to switch their votes, and he encouraged several other representatives who had missed the previous vote to support the amendment, which was finally passed on January 31, 1865. With the ratification of the 13th Amendment, four million Americans, four million African Americans, almost a third of the population of the South at the time, became permanently free, and slavery was abolished in the United States. Republican majorities in Congress subsequently proposed the 14th and the 15th Amendments, which granted citizenship and voting rights to formerly enslaved people. Opposition along the way came from Democrats in the Congress, many of whom were former slave owners themselves. But both measures eventually passed, and they then were ratified by the required number of states. Republicans at the time faced harsh opposition, from a largely Southern Democrat party committed to white supremacy. Few Americans know the full history of Juneteenth Day, and even fewer know that it was Republicans who brought about the end of slavery, made former slaves U.S. citizens, and then ensured that they had full voting rights, while Democrats opposed those efforts at the time. That's why we need to teach objective American history, or as I say, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You see, without a doubt, there have been many ugly chapters in the history of our country, but there have been other remarkable times as well, and we continue to move forward and improve as a nation. Instead of pitting one group against another, like so many on the left tried to do today, we should be fighting to ensure that every American, every American, regardless of race or sex or age or background or even religious belief, that every American has access to the same freedoms and opportunities we inherited from our parents and our grandparents. That's my American dream. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us today. And until next time, keep fighting for freedom.